As parents of autistic kids, their beautiful brains amaze us every day. But this show is about our mental wellness. Hi, I'm Shani. And I'm Autumn. Together, we tackle the hard truths about parenting autism and how sometimes it can feel like we're drowning. In a puddle of our own tears. (laughs) (laughs) We are here to let you know we see you. We hear you. And And you you can can thrive underwater. The Thrive Underwater podcast is not a replacement for therapy, diagnosis, or treatment. If you are having a mental health emergency, please contact 911 or go to your nearest emergency room. If you are struggling with your mental health, please reach out to a local provider in your area. Hey there, parents. Just wanted to let you know that we do use spicy language, so you might want to prepare ahead. Otherwise, enjoy the show. Hello. We are so glad you are here. Yes, we are. And today we will seem like hypocrites. <laughs> yeah, our last episode was all about comparing ourselves to typical parents. And this episode is literally titled The Comparison Trap. <laughs> I know, I know. But here's the thing. There really is a difference between comparing to understand and comparing where judgment leads to demoralizing self-talk and feelings. And let's face it. It really can make it hard to celebrate the wins of others. Yes, that's true. There's a big difference. One can lead to a better world for your family and the other can crush your spirit. Oh, yes. You know, comparison can really be a slippery slope. Yeah. You know, there are times when comparison should have a judgment quality to it. So like, for example, you know, school and and most of our kids have an IEP, uh, an individual education plan. When reviewing the quarterly reports, Okay, you know, it's definitely important to look at their progress and compare it to, with judgment, the yearly goals, you know, the the original goals, right? To see how is it going? Have there been changes? Should we make changes? Should we adjust? Yeah, you know, absolutely. But where a lot of us have a problem is when we're reviewing these reports, we slip into discouragement if the report shows no signs of progress. And if we're not aware this is happening, we can keep sliding down the slope into a really unhealthy place mentally. I mean, it it is a balancing act for sure. Mm -hmm. So there's another area where comparison can be healthy, and that is for self-growth. Yeah. Understanding our strengths and our weaknesses is a, it's a good thing, or it can be, but It really depends on the lens you're using. Approaching it from a place of learning is completely different than approaching it from a place of judgment and negative self-talk. Couldn't agree more. When judgment gets involved, it can start to pulverize our mental health. And we'll talk about it more, (laughs) you know, in this episode. Absolutely. So, you know, me and my pop culture references that are super dated because, (laughs) yeah, no, Whatever. I'm super dated. But anyway, (laughs) uh, Saturday Night Live, when Dana Carvey was on there, he did a skit called The Church Lady. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You remember that? And Mm -hmm. uh, so he's dressed as the church lady and he would interview a guest. And as the guest was speaking, uh, you know, he would make some sort of little quip like, could it be Satan? And <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, and then right. at the end, you know, the guest is like feels really bad about themselves and they end up bending over a bench and the church lady whips them with a like a paddle or something. And they say, thank you, church lady. You better have another. And the whole thing is so absurd and hilarious. But 
This is really kind of like what we do when we are negatively judging and comparing. We beat ourselves up and then we ask for more. Yeah. Yeah. We need to stop doing that. Just stop it. (laughs) (laughs) That's so easy. Is that your professional Uh, advice? Exactly. Just stop. (laughs) So in an effort to help others and ourselves, there are three basic areas of comparison to watch out for. Comparing yourself to a version of yourself you believe to be better, yet may not be realistic, right? The second one is comparing self to another. And the third one is comparing your child to another child. Man, that is a lot. (laughs) And uh, we really do need to pull some of these out for in-depth episodes. But for now, I think it's important to bring some awareness to it. And I did want to say that, look, almost every topic we cover will be hard, you know, but we believe that shedding light on these areas is truly a lifesaver for our mental health. And this topic is no different. Absolutely. And it is a tricky little sucker and you can get pulled into this train of thinking quickly and then wonder why you feel like crap. Oh, yeah. So let's get to it. Order. Order in the court. I will have order. And now will the defendant please rise on the first count of not measuring up to who you think you should be. I find you guilty as charged. Okay, we will start off with an easy one. Comparing yourself to a version of yourself you believe to be better. That's the easy one? Okay, let's just put this one to bed really fast. You are enough. Absolutely. Listen, we all want to improve our mental health. And yes, there are things we can do to accomplish that, but you are worthy no matter what. Yeah, your worth is not dependent on what you can or cannot do or what you think you should or should not be doing. I have gotten to where I do not like the word should very much. Mm-hmm. I, Autumn, there's a lot going on. Mm. So if you haven't done the laundry or washed the dishes, who cares? If you didn't do your meditation today or didn't exercise, you know what? It's okay. Yes. As for most of us, there are uh, mountains of things that need to be done daily, putting pressures on ourselves to become this unattainable, perfect parent, housekeeper, spouse, professional, or whatever else is on your priority list will not make it happen. Yes. And I'd say that for most of us, uh, we have some sort of ideal person we want to be or become. And we were not taking the big actions to attain this perfect version. It can be a blow to our mental health. I mean, I know we'll talk about other tools today, but I do want to mention that one major thing that helps with this is lowering or completely avoiding expectations. Absolutely. I mean, this is not to say you cannot have goals or or desires for yourself, but expecting yourself to climb Mount Everest tomorrow with no trainings or skills or support is too much. Yeah. You know, climbing Everest is is quite the goal, but maybe today you just do a squat or something, you know? So there's another aspect to this I think is important to remember. Uh, We can be susceptible to what others think we or our children should be. Be aware that the expectations that may need lowering may not be your own. Something to keep in mind. Oh my gosh, that is so good. And it's a nice lead in to our next comparison trap. 
Okay, okay. Order in the court. On the second count of comparing yourself to others, I find the defendant guilty as charged. Okay, so next we have comparing yourself to others. Yeah, this one may be a little easier to recognize. Yeah, this is the don't compare yourself to the Joneses one. And I think you're right. You know, most of the time we can catch this one midstream if we are being mindful. Yes, but if we're not being mindful, it can take over. Truth. You know, we didn't know each other when our kids were little. But when my kid was a toddler, it was such a big deal to have these Martha Stewart birthday parties. And I would spend days on Pinterest and then I would spend days prepping. I mean, at this one time I made crayon pretzels, crayon pretzels. Mm. It was insane. (gasps) They tasted good, but I would spend days doing this. Mm -hmm. But, you know, deep inside. I just wanted to buy a cake and clean the house and tell people to come over for pizza. (laughs) That sounds amazing. Yeah. You know, but I saw my friends doing this and I thought if I wanted to be a good parent, air quotes, good parent, Mm -hmm. this is what it looked like. And I was wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, another example of this is when you see a parent of an autistic child kicking butt in life or or so you think, you know, Mm -hmm. and you wonder if you ever measure up. The what's wrong with me? Am I even a good parent question? Yeah. You know, people listening to this podcast may think that about us, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, they right. And mm-hmm. they just don't know what it took for us to get in front of the microphones today. <laughs> did they? <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, you know, it could be something as simple as, as seeing, you know, one of your fellow uh, parents of autistic kids showing up in decent clothes and having makeup on, you know, like, Seriously? How is this woman doing this? I'm still in my Walmart slippers. <laughs> and like I said before, nothing wrong with Walmart slippers. I know, I know. But yes, this type of comparison can bury your self-worth. It is so destructive. And with all these types of comparison, I think we need to take a closer look at where we are placing value. When we compare ourselves to others, we give them worth. And sometimes our worth, you know, hello, social Mm. media. Girl. Mm. Well, this is not something that just goes away. You know, after doing this for a long time, this mindful and meditation stuff, the woo woo, you know, I still find myself thinking, damn, Shanice showed up with her hair done. I didn't (laughs) even brushed mine today. Step up on them. But, you know, I, I have to catch it before it spins out into other areas of my life. Yeah, I mean, I still deal with it, too. And catching it before it gains momentum is important. And this comparison trap can present in mom guilt or shame. Ugh. Like they're able to do more for their child and their family because they make more money. I mean, yeah. And envy can run strong with this one. And look, this one can be tricky because many parents are struggling to give their children the basics. Mm -hmm. And when you add on to that, parenting an autistic child, there are not a ton of resources. Um, Add to that, most are in desperate need of a break. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And even the co-pays can put a family under quick, especially if it's a one income family, which a lot of us have to be. 
Um, And this can quickly lead to envy and depression and anxiety and jealousy of those who might have the resources, you know? It's hard. Every family is different, though. And I can guarantee that the family you think has it easy because they have money has problems, too. No doubt. Well, it's time to move on to the next comparison trap. And on the third count of comparing your child to another child... I find the defendant guilty as charged. Ah, the brutality. I know, but this is so important to verbalize. We all go through this at some level. You know, this one makes me have tightness in my chest, but you know, it's truth comparing your child to another child. I I think this one's the most difficult because we feel like we're committing an unforgivable sin towards our child by even having a thought. Mm -hmm. I agree. And um, I don't know about you, but for me, it was super hard early on when my friends who had same age children were experiencing a completely different type of parenting. And yeah. yeah. And even now I see this comparison creep up in my mind, you know, all their kids are reading and riding horses and doing serious baseball and, 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 you know, it's tough. Yeah, this one is tough. And it isn't just about comparing your autistic child to a typically developing child. It's comparing your autistic child to another autistic child or Mm -hmm. a child with disabilities. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, This is this this is pretty much across the board. Um, A while back, I was interviewing parents of autistic children for a book that I haven't written yet. (laughs) Yet. 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 I will write it. Uh, But there was an interview I did with a parent and she said to me. And I quote, sometimes I wish my child had an easier diagnosis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, that's really vulnerable to admit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it shook me and um, I spent days thinking about it. And this really is comparison 101. And on some level, we all do it. Yeah, I get it. We do. But it's so unhealthy to stay there. And I'll tell you something else that's depressing is when you compare your child to another one who has more challenges, for instance, at least my child doesn't have this or do that. Mm, This is so hard to talk about. I mean, Mm. yes, to all of that, it's it is, though, so important to recognize that these thoughts and experiences are just a normal part of being a parent of an autistic child. But, yeah, it can turn into a hot mess kind of quickly in a flash. No one wins playing this game, but it is normal. There's nothing wrong with you. Thoughts are just thoughts. And, you know, with some tools, you'll be able to recognize and move through these thoughts that can sometimes feel flat out wrong. Yes, thoughts are thoughts. So there is another string to this one or many, I should say, but I think it needs to be said. I mean, comparing your child and their interactions with the family culture you were raised with. Yes. I'll give you an example. I was raised to help to do the yard work, the landscaping at home. And um, my son has no interest in this. And it's really tough on my husband. Uh, He was landscaping and working alongside of 
his dad from early on. And when my husband gets into the comparison loop that we're talking about, it throws him into a depression because he thinks that, you know, the way he was raised is the way his son should be raised. But when he just accepts things as they are, he's okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the key. I mean, accepting and embracing what is, but it does take practice and patience with yourself. Yeah. And I'm really looking forward to learning more about the psychology of what's going on with comparison. Dude, this is some really good stuff. I can see in my own head, like my brain and stuff, man. Yep. Okay. Now that we've given some general comparison examples of how we compare ourselves to what we think we should be, what others are or have, and even comparing our children to others, Shani. Please tell us why we do this. Why do we torture ourselves like this? Um, I don't know. Oh, no, come on. <laughs> Help us out. No, so, you know, there, so it's actually, it is an actual normal biological response. I mean, some of this has been studies in, in um, studied in neuroscience, like neuroscientists actually study this. They look at the brain and see what areas light up when people compare themselves and They do think that it is connected to our reward system because, um, you know, dopamine seems to release. And there's this like positive reason why it happens, which is that they that through neuroscience, they do believe that it helps us make decisions, uh, you know, be more discerning, make judgments. Um, And so that's where it's kind of like in in the positive sense. There's another theory called social comparison theory that came out in 1954. This guy named Leon Festinger, who. Um, And this is a theory. So this wasn't, I guess, wasn't really studied in the way that we think about research and studies, but you can Google him, uh, Leon Festinger. And what he, um, you know, he, he coined the term the social comparison theory. And basically what it is, is there's upward comparison and downward comparison. And when we're upward comparing, we're looking at someone who um, is who we think is above us, right? So we think maybe they have more money, they have a better job, you know, whatever this life situation. And it is a way to sort of self-evaluate ourselves. Um, And there's this idea that it motivates us to work harder, do better, that kind of thing. The downward comparison is kind of shown to keep people stuck, right? So if you're looking at somebody who's not doing as well as you and comparing yourself like, well, at least I'm not like that person (laughs) or, or I have it better than them. It actually kind of stagnates you. You're happy where you are. So anyway, that's kind of the theories behind why we do that. Mm, That's interesting. And so um, how, where does, where do you think judgment comes in and the uh, the battering of the self. I mean, I, I notice it a lot on social media. And if I'm on social media for any length of time, I start to feel it inside of myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about in terms of um, 
a sense of control, Mm. you know, so it could be that it gives us some kind of sense of control. Like if I, you know, maybe you see something that feels, um, like attainable, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, you know, I can, I want that, or I can have that, or, you know, I should have that like somehow. And, and here's the thing where it's, this is so difficult because social media, there's a lot of like marketing involved in social media. And if we're not really discerning consumers, we can get really wrapped up in thinking, Oh, I'm, I'm supposed to get this thing or product or, you know, look, this person did it, you know, especially with like influencer marketing right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. So not to get off on a total tangent, I think to be honest with you, I think in the autism community, we're sold a lot of products and services that we may or may not even really need. And there's this feeling of like, if you don't get this, you won't be like this family who's doing so much better now that they have done this thing. And so that can kind of like check in with yourself. If you're feeling like uh, depressed or it's causing you to feel like, you know, you're not, you know, you're not good enough or your child isn't good enough. I would look at maybe what's behind some of the messages. Mm. Yeah, I I totally agree. Um, And I I do think that social media platform has benefits like our thrive, like our thrive underwater community. Absolutely. Shout out. Shameless plug. Um, (laughs) But there there are a lot of and I'm just going to use the word dangerous. It's dangerous for our mental health to be on there for any length of time unless we're very cognizant. Right. Of what's happening. That's right. I mean, again, think about how the brain works. Right. Like, you know, platforms like um, uh, Facebook or Instagram, where a lot of this is about numbers and how many likes and and all this kind of thing. And But our brain works in that way. It's sort of like, oh, do I have as many likes as this person or that person or, you know, and so if we can get caught up in that then it definitely um, can inflate or deflate us. And if that's what we're relying on to feel good about ourselves, it is dangerous. Now, let me ask you, this kind of moves into this question, and I know we're going a long time on this, but I I had this thought. Do you think that the underneath part of this is our desire to feel loved and accepted and for our child to feel loved and accepted? Oh, I mean, I think that's absolutely part of it. Of course. Bottom line humans. I mean, we're born this way. We all want to be loved. That's the bottom line. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if something out there is promising that, right. Again, reward system, right. Dopamine. Oh, they like me. They like me. Right. Mm -hmm. That's going to happen. Of course. Yeah. We just need to be aware. That's all. Always goes back to that. Doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. That is amazing. And it's time to get to our tools. I got your tools for the toolbox. You need a wrench and you need a hammer and you need a screwdriver. We have said it a thousand times, <laughs> but it's worth repeating again. This is normal and this is hard. And I just want to add to that. It doesn't mean you do not adore your child. Oh, goodness. Yes, of course. We love our children. This is just a a brain being a brain. But as with most of the topics we cover, there are tools that can help us through it. 
Yeah. And it, you know, it really is nice to know that comparison isn't a death sentence or some sort of treatise on how awful we are as human beings, but you know, it can feel like it. It really can. Okay. So our first tool today is gratitude. Gratitude. That's a great tool. And I've seen this talked about a lot. And generally, people who suggest this say that you should get a quiet little area with a fancy tea and notebook and write down your gratefuls. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it just doesn't work for some people, you know? Yeah. No, it doesn't. And I've practiced it in in many ways, and I'm sure you have too. I've kept a journal, but it's just not always possible. We live very complicated lives. We do. And listen, if you have to list your gratitude while brushing your teeth, do it. Yes, you do you. There is no right way except your way. Absolutely. Uh, Try out different methods for a few days. And the one that fits um, into your life, that's the best one to do. Yeah. But Shani, you know, sometimes I just can't think of anything I'm grateful for. Well, that's not really uncommon, to Mm -hmm. be honest with you. So the way that um, I like to think of it, if I get kind of stuck and nothing's coming to me really fast, is I go with three topics. And I think about it like this local, global, and personal. Hmm. So local, I pick something that's really close to my, you know, vicinity, meaning like it could be something in my home, something that just makes me happy. Like, oh, you know, I planted some flowers and they're blooming or the coffee shop that just newly opened and they have amazing coffee. Global is really more about like what's good in the world you know, which is really, really hard right now to be honest. (laughs) I was going to say, maybe you need to cut that one out. (laughs) 2021. No, but that's, you know, I mean, I think there are some really great stories out there and I actually purposefully look for the good news stories. I mean, they're even, I think there's like the good news network and, you know, different things like that. And and people are really making an effort to put that out there. Um, You can also think about it in terms of like global can also be like you walk outside and it's just beautiful weather. Mm, Right. And so you can think about it in terms of like, oh, my goodness, I can still get to experience a sunny day Mm. and it's not too hot and it's not too cold and it's just perfect. You know, I mean, just appreciating that. Yeah. Um, And then personal. Personal is something that's in your life that you um you know, are grateful for. So whether it's certain relationships you have, good friendships, yeah. Um, you know, your children, whatever your, your just that circle of people, um, or something even that you've accomplished that you feel good about, even if it's something small, you can start with small things. Like I made the perfect cup of coffee the other day. And I was like, damn, I'm good. (laughs) and here i am thinking okay i need to think of something i'm grateful for oh my pointer finger on my right hand doesn't hurt today hey you know (laughs) there you go but that's i mean that is really great i when i didn't know about this until we started prepping for this episode and Mm -hmm. i was like oh please say that because i want to i need to memorize that Okay. Yeah. What's our okay, next so one? The next tool we're going to talk about mantras. Uh, basically, that's just a short phrase or word that can ground you, that brings you back to the present. 
You know, um, you can personalize this. It doesn't have to be, (laughs) I use this word a lot, but it doesn't have to be all woo woo and super spiritual or anything like that. (laughs) Yeah. It could be something as simple as I am enough or calm, Mm -hmm. you know, it can yank you out of the comparison loop. Yeah, absolutely. Mine is remember social media is not real life. Oh, that's a good one. That's really good. And as always, do not forget the deep breathing. You know, I'll say this probably every episode because I feel like it's really that important. It really is. And listen, judgment is, as we have said, part of life. It is really okay. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. Absolutely. And don't judge that you're judging. <laughs> I know. It's a vicious cycle, right? I know. Oh, goodness. I We know this so well because we've done this, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, but gratitude mantras and your deep breathing really can help. But just know that you're okay and you're beautiful and you're wonderful just as you are. Yes, you are. And as always, if you're really struggling, reach out to a therapist. We are all about normalizing therapy, especially for those who are parenting autistic children. We need the guidance and support to help us through sometimes. And that is okay. Yes. And, you know, I've been to therapy, too, and I'll probably be going back soon. You know? Yeah. If it helps. I mean, I've been to therapy and I will go again. And we are actually in family therapy right now. And I'm a therapist. So, you know, these these tools are great, great jumping off points for our listeners. Um, And we will also put in links in the show notes for additional resources. I have homework for our listeners. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I know it's not big homework. I know what our lives are like, but I challenge our listeners, and that is you, to do one thing, and that is to install Insight Timer. That's I-N-S-I-G-H-T Timer, T-I-M-E-R, on your phone. This is a free meditation app. I love free with thousands of meditations. And I know that sounds like an ad, but they do not sponsor our show. (laughs) Wouldn't that be great if they did that? It would be great. (laughs) But yes, I 100% agree. I, I install this app. I use it every day. Yeah, I do too. And, you know, I use it with my son because he has a tough time going to sleep and we play bedtime stories for him at night or some music and it helps him settle down. We've been doing it for years. And now if Mm. I forget to do it, he says, mommy, mommy, music. (laughs) So cute. (laughs) All right. Well, are you ready for our recap? Yep. Let's go. Okie dokie. This is from the book, The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse, by Charlie Mackesy. What do you think is the biggest waste of time? Comparing yourself to others, said the mole. I wonder if there is a school of unlearning. So, comparison is normal. But where it's a problem is when it becomes negative judgment. Yes. I mean, we all do it. We compare ourselves to this mystical super mom, super wife, super professional vision we have. And 
Honestly, that's just not fair. We compare ourselves to others and we compare our kids to other kids. Yes. And it is hard. It can leave a person feeling badly about who they are and who their children are. Yeah. And you know, acceptance is a journey and it's a long one and that's okay. You know, when you're practicing gratitude and repeating mantras and deep breathing, it can really curb the harsh reactions. Yes. And be gentle with yourself. You are where you are and that is okay. Absolutely. You are worthy. And let's not forget the homework. Yes. Install Insight Timer. There will be a link in the show notes on our website and our community. Pretty much anywhere you see Thrive Underwater, you will find this app. This is how much we believe in it. Oh, yeah. So, Shani, on our next episode, it's going to be very cool. (laughs) We will be taking a dive into work-life imbalance. (laughs) Yeah, this one is so important, but it is it is so hard. Yeah. And the more we do shows, the more I realize we just don't do easy, do we? (laughs) (laughs) True. But that's why we are doing it, right? Yeah. You know, our fellow parents of autistic kids need to know you're not alone. We are right there with you. That's right. Yeah. Well, we'll see you on the flip side. See ya. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you found this podcast helpful, please subscribe and tell your friends. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And if all this is too much to remember because you're busy treading water, check out our website at www.thriveunderwater.com. We have links to our shows, social media, blogs, resources. You can sign up for our newsletter and support our podcast. Thanks again and keep on thriving. Keep on thriving.